0: Make no mistake, the LNG pipeline protest in B.C. is very much being fueled by B.S. If ever you needed an example of the lunacy we've allowed to hijack our energy industry, the protests over this are the very proof you need. Once again, we have a handful of well-funded extremists pushing their agenda and doing so on the backs of a small group of natives. And these are the same activists who will never ever allow energy development in this country because they now know how to get in the way so that they can get their way. LNG is a $40 billion natural gas project in northern BC. TransCanada has jumped through every hoop, crossed every T, dotted every I. They have a full environmental plan in place. They signed agreements with all elected First Nations communities along the route. That is no small feat. And it's an enormous economic game changer for the struggling area that will bring in $23 billion in public revenue over 40 years. The project is so environmentally sound that even anti-oil premier John Horgan fully backs it, calling it spectacular. And yet here we are again. We have a shovel-ready project ready to go and another illegal blockade standing in the way. And while all elected First Nations groups on the route signed on, members of the Wet'suwet'en First Nation, an unelected band, say they just won't let it happen. So the 234 members have put up blockades on access roads and are calling actions to remove them, an act of war. It's not. They are protesting illegally, and a court order backs that up. And that's why the RCMP have gone in and arrested 14 members. What we have here is yet another example of how it's impossible, simply impossible to get Canadian resource to market, and how a handful of extremists can now stand in the way of a whole country's best interests. And while this small band may have very real grievances, they've now become pawns in a game by Enviro warriors who use them to whip up their rhetoric so that they can further fuel their anti-energy agenda. We shouldn't be building any more pipelines. We shouldn't be putting the money into, into the... Uh liquefied frac gas plant. I mean, we've got to get off fossil fuels. David Suzuki and his band of carbon-loving cronies, yes, those who never practice what they preach, they'd rather stand in the way of a sound environmental energy project that will actually lift many First Nations groups out of poverty and bring actual reconciliation, than go after the real offenders like, oh, I don't know, China, which activists give a total free pass to. Crystal Smith, the Highland Nation chief councillor, writes in a recent op-ed, Through economic development, we are achieving reconciliation, both with industry proponents and with the provincial governments as well. The system we follow for economic development has created a very welcoming environment that works towards projects which are reasonable, responsible, and sustainable. So here we have a majority of First Nations groups supporting this project, all three levels of government signing off, TransCanada doing everything by the book and more, and the courts have backed this. There is zero reason this natural gas project should be stalled, but it will be if we continue to pander what is certainly in this case nothing more than a handful of foot-stomping foreign-funded activists who have been given far too much freedom to do what is becoming an all-too-familiar theme in this country, which is mob rule. And that is my point-on-point for this Wednesday, January 9th. I'm Alex Pearson. This is Global News Radio.